on boats and a sexy body full of tats. Baby's dad, oh baby. All right, guys. Welcome to the Wednesday live stream of Beyond the Rider Live. This is a very, very exciting episode for us. We have Dave, the CEO of Custom Dynamics, with us tonight. Dave, how are you, sir? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Sorry, a little technical difficulties. And, uh, good thing I had a backup camera, so we're up and running. It, you know, it's you can never have enough backups, it seems. <laughs> no problem at all. That's right. That all worked the, out. The backup, world we live in. What are backup you camera, do? backup motorcycle. Yeah, right. I mean, we should all have backups to our backups. That's that's what we've learned. So welcome, everybody. We're very excited for you guys to be here. Um, we are going to be doing a 200 here. I'm going to throw this up on the screen so you guys know the rules. We are going to be doing a giveaway at the end of the show, uh, referencing something that we spoke about on tonight's show. So I wish you all good luck. And with that, we are going to, oh, there it is, the $250 Custom Dynamics gift card. So nice. we are going to get That's into it. it. Thank you so much for sponsoring that. We really do appreciate it. And Denver, how are you tonight, sir? I'm doing good. Actually, I wanted to, you know, take a moment to actually thank you, Dave, for when you came on my podcast and we did the memorial for Leo, for LM4 Photo. And, you know, we never kind of, I guess, in a way, so got to meet face-to-face, kind of like we're doing over a computer screen. It was, you know, a couple phone call conversation, emailing back and forth. But I just wanted to, you know, now that I can actually see us, hey, thank you very much for, for doing that part and coming on the V-Twin Life and, and doing a little piece for Leo. That was oh, awesome. No problem. It was a pleasure to come on and do that. Yeah, it's it's the one great thing about this community is we definitely uh, we definitely support each other. So, Dave, I guess the floor is yours, sir. Could you introduce yourself and give us give us the uh, give us the pitch, if you will? <laughs> sure, sure. So, my name's uh, Dave Prabula. I'm the um, CEO, founder of Custom Dynamics. Um, we started the company. Um, almost 20 years ago now, time has uh, really um, flown by since we started it. Uh, um, just to give you a little background, um, um, I'm an electrical engineer. I've been riding motorcycles pretty much all my life. Um, I started riding when I was probably about seven, eight years old. Started uh, riding dirt bikes, a little Honda 50 was actually my first uh First dirt bike I had, just riding with the neighborhood kids and got interested in motorcycles. Um, and, I've, and I've always ridden. Um, and, uh, you know, went to college, I became electrical engineer. And uh, when I graduated from college, I um, worked at IBM for um, about 10 years. And I did a lot of optical work um, at IBM. And then from nice. IBM, I worked at uh, Philips Electronics for, for nine years. And while I was at Philips Electronics, um, I, uh, I started Custom Dynamics and really just started as a hobby. I was just tinkering around with the, with my motorcycle and with LED lights. And, you know, way back then in um, 2002, um, you know, LED lights were kind of uh, just beginning and we don't, didn't see a lot of a lot of LEDs on motorcycles. You certainly didn't see LED headlights and LED taillights. The only thing we really had back then were LED accent lights. And mm -hmm. I, I was just messing around. I don't know. I didn't set out to start custom dynamics or 
you know, I, I was just tinkering. It was just so, something to do, you know, on the, on the weekends. And it kind of combining my passion for electronics and optoelectronics uh, with my, um, you know, passion for motorcycles. And that's kind of how I got started. And ne never thought we'd be here, you know, 20 years later. Um, that's where, awesome. You know, 30 some employees and, you know, where we're at, just, you know, it, 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 what was what, what there was no no master plan to do this <laughs> those that's sometimes uh the coolest things right it just sort of goes I and mean, that's really great that you had a well i guess what they would say now is a side hustle that turned into a i mean you're arguably one of the biggest business or the biggest light manufacturers in the business that's fantastic that is really great so yeah i guess and, and, you know so what we we okay oh sorry go ahead Mm, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's a, what we you know. I think what we have done is, um, you know, my fault always been to, you know, really focus on customer service and, you know, reinvest, you know, what we've done back into that. And I, I think that's where it's got us to where we're today. Um, what my pet peeve with, you know, not just with e-commerce businesses, but just in business in general and stuff is that, you know, you see so many companies um, in, in all industries, not not just the motorcycle industry, but all industries, you know, you, you, you go to on their website and it says, you know, contact us or click here for tech support. And, you know, you, you, you send an email in or you fill out their online form and, and it's like a black hole, you know, mm -hmm. you know you're, you're lucky if you if you hear back from them. When we started uh, customer, you know, that was kind of our our founding principle: is that you know we're going to take care of the customer. We're going to make sure every email, every phone call, every day is answered and taken care of. And to me, it's just it's common sense to do that. You know, I mean, I don't know why anyone would have any business and not do that, but it just seems like you know that's the world we live in today. Yeah, I mean, I can say from from my first custom dynamics experience with reaching out. I mean, you guys really put the heart and the soul into supporting your customers. And I think that that's huge because like you said, in today's day and age, that's what makes or breaks a business. Yeah. And Valerie, that's extremely true. I mean, to me, it, it we always joke, you know, you say common sense isn't that common, but it, it's a shame that people really miss out on that. You know, it really is the difference between what makes a good company and a great company is the people that you employ and the people that, stand behind the products because most people don't get the chance to talk to you, but they get a chance to talk to whomever that answers the phone. I having think that somebody that's huge. The, having yeah. somebody on the it, other end that can actually help get you through your issues or even, you know, answer your stuff is, is huge. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and as you, and as you grow and become a bigger company, it, it does get harder to do that. You know, in the beginning it was, you know, it was my wife, the orders and, uh, you know, me answering the phone. So, you know, when you're a two person show, you can make sure everything's taken care of, but as you grow and you get more and more people, it, it's harder to do that, but you have to make sure you're hiring the right people. You're putting a, a lot into training and, and, you know, and then when you make a mistake, because it's going to happen, no, no mm -hmm. one's perfect. Then, you know, you, you fall on your sword and, and you do what's right. And, you know, you know, I always tell our people, hey, we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. But it's what we do after we, when you make that mistake to, 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 to take care of it. And I always tell our customers, too, you know, I go out and I, you know, I do a lot of shows. I don't do as many as I do. But, you know, 
I always tell customers, and you know, they come up and they talk to me and say, "Hey, I've had you know, this was great. I had a warranty, and you guys take care of it." But I always tell them, "Hey, if we don't, if you ever find you know something that we didn't take care of, send an email directly to me. Call and ask yeah. me. You know, I I, I want to hear that. I, I want to hear if we didn't. I, I'd love to hear that we did. And and, and that's ninety nine you know, percent of the time or 99.9, it better be. Um, but, you know, I want to hear that 0.1% that, that if we didn't hear it too, because that's how you get better. That's how you grow. And that's how, you know, that's how you improve things. Absolutely. And I think sometimes, I mean, the way you recover sometimes does better off than how you started, right? Because anybody can just, anyone can, it's hard when it's, when it's a difficult situation. I think that's what separates a good company from a bad um, we kind of got ahead of ourselves with this, but I guess the question I wanted to start with, so let's go through your lineage before what's, how old were you when you first threw your leg over a motorcycle? I was probably about seven. I was probably about okay. seven. I, I lived, you know, the thing is back then it was nice. You know, you lived in a neighborhood, you had places to ride and, you know, it was, you know, after school, um, you know, it was everyone got on, on their bikes and, you know, I rode with the bigger kids and, uh, you know, we'd all have a, a place in our neighborhood down at the end of the road, which now, you know, when I go back to that area, I grew up in upstate New York. I go back to that area where it was all woods and we all all rode. It's you know, big, huge housing development now. And, you know, I think that is hard on kids today getting into yeah. riding and stuff that you don't have those type of areas. And you know, we'd, we'd ride all, all year round, you know, whether it was summer and, you know, 80 degrees out or whether it was winter and, you know, minus five, you know, we, we were always out there riding, you know, it was, you know, it was every day after school, it was weekends. And you know, that's where I, I learned to ride. And, you know, it was fun riding with the group of guys and doing crazy things and, you know, pulling sleds behind the bikes and you know, crazy things that you don't want your kids to do. I, I feel like that's a generation that, you know, we were that last generation to have those things and our kids miss out on that. I can't even get my kids to be interested in taking a ride on the motorcycle. It's like, go outside. Who does that, dad? It's like, come on. They're hopping on the old three-wheeler. <laughs> yeah. They used to have the old Honda three-wheeler and throw them the uh, three wheels before they were illegal. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So as you transitioned to that, Dave, what yep. was your first street motorcycle, or or did you did you wait a while? Were you that guy that had the the, the motorcycle license before you rode, or before you had a car? Um, so I, um, I don't know why. So wife's grabbing her computer. Um, so <laughs> I my first my skipping out of here, leaving the cat with me. Um, so I, uh, I started on my, my first dirt bike was that Honda 50. And then I transitioned to my first street bike being another Honda, which was a Honda CB 750. Nice. You see a lot of people. Denver has one himself. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What year was it, yours, it, was, it was a, uh, I believe it was a 82, I believe. I'm not sure. It was, it was, it was, it, it no, it, it was, it had to be early that it had to be in the seventies. Nice. Yeah, 79. I need to get working on it. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking 78, but yeah, it, it, it had to be seventies. That's awesome. It was a great first bike. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and, and believe it or not, I didn't get my Charlie for a long time after that. See, that's cool. I, I really respect people that, that, that you're that into it. That's awesome. 
I, I didn't ride later until later in life, so I didn't have the opportunity to do that. But that's fantastic. That's really yeah. It, it was good, and, and you know, um, I, I I had you know street bikes. You know, I I really you know I used <laughs> my street bikes more back then for for kind of like transportation. Um, you know, it was like, you know, I had my, my first jobs and, you know, in high school and I would, you know, use the bike for transportation, but I really grew up loving riding, riding dirt bikes and, you know, like I said, doing, doing the crazy things, going, you know, out in the woods and, uh, doing, doing all kinds of, all kinds of things I shouldn't mention. That's awesome. <laughs> we, we don't mention those things in the video. Well, that's uh, fun. I mean, yeah. and that's kind of where it all started for me too. I mean, I was young and we'd go right up in the foothills of the mountains and, you know, trail ride and, you know, building our own trails. And it was a blast. I mean, find old, you know, kind of abandoned pits and whatnot. And, oh man, I, I would hop and go ride anytime I could when I was younger, you know, before I had a license, I mean, motorcycles were my life when I was a young little kid and it was a blast. Yeah. We, you know, we, we, we do everything to, you know, you know, we would, um, you know, bike broke, we'd rebuild the engine, you know, I mean, it, whatever it took, you know, we didn't have the money and stuff. It's not like you take the bike in for, you know, to have service done on it and stuff, you know, we, we'd all do it ourselves and stuff. We get together as a, you know, as a group and we, you know, we learn to, you know, rebuild engines and transmissions and everything, you know, ourselves awesome. as, as, as kids and, you know, no one, no one taught us, you know, it took a lot of trial and error. Um, but yeah, we just, that's how we, how, how we learned to, to wrench on bikes. I think it's a shame because that, that process of learning as you're doing is, is something, a lost art. Everyone goes out to YouTube now to figure out everything. And there's, there's, there's a lot to be said for the generation. You just kind of kicked it around until you figured it out. I think that's, you know, no matter what you do, I think that there's a lot to be said for that. I think it makes you a lot more passionate about what you do. That's, that's really neat. So, yeah. and not taking away from anyone that, you know, that rides today, but I'm always sure. amazed that um, guys, you know, come in, you know, at shows and stuff and, you know, literally don't know how to change a taillight, you know, two Phillips head screws and stuff. And, you know, and that's fine. I mean, everyone's, you know, different and stuff, but, you know, it's just a different generation, a different time, you know. You know, you're saying that I, I'd laugh because actually last weekend, my dad just changed all his taillights on his new road glide of course, put all new custom dynamics taillights in the front blinkers and everything. But he was having an issue getting the old ones in the, the wiring harness. Oh. <laughs> Somehow got messed up and he ended up ripping the whole harness apart, trying to get his, to get his lights out. And I just, I laughed <laughs> at him. I mean, you know, it's like yeah. we do a lot of work on our bike, but somehow, I don't know, it got the best of him that night. And yeah, he ended up ruining a set and had to get another one. Yeah, well, I think it happened. Yep. You know, it, it certainly gives you a lot more confidence. I can speak for myself when you know that you can call somebody and somebody's going to walk you through the process. Just don't look open. Don't look at my case history. That's all I asked Dave. You know, it, it looks better when I did it right the first time. The first time. <laughs> I have to say, all kidding aside, and I wish I could remember the other gentleman's name, but Todd was a lifesaver. He walked me through a bunch of stuff that, you know, it, it seems so confusing. And then to have somebody that knows it inside and out that can walk you through it backwards. It's just amazing. It, it's, yeah. it's like anything, you know, buying the product and having that initial support obviously is great. You know, you can package it and do these great things, but when you call and you're, you know, especially in the beginning when I'm completely 
clueless as to what I'm doing and someone can walk you through it and help you not feel like an idiot. You know, when you leave the call going, wow, this is like the greatest experience ever. I think that speaks a lot for your people. That's great. I think, I think everyone has this fear of electrical items. You know, I think it's just, mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of nat, it's natural, you know, you know, they say, Hey, I can change the exhaust, but wait, electrical, wait, I got to go under my seat. I got to plug in a harness. I'm a little taken back by that, but you know, we, we try to make everything we do plug and play and uh, make it as easy as you can. And if you can't do it, that's why we have the tech support and we have the videos yeah. and, and things and, Try to you know try to make it as, as easy as we as we possibly can, but I think it's just natural, right? I mean, most most people are a little bit intimidated by electrical items. Sure, and you know the one thing that I found too is that it's weird because I probably my father is going to disown me at some point, but he was a mechanic his whole life, and this is new to me. So it, it gives you the confidence to want to work on your bike, which I think is great because. To me, even if it's just lights, it's so much cooler to have done it yourself than to say, oh, the dealer put these in. You know, it's it's a sense of pride because it is your motorcycle. Well, it's a sense of pride yeah, that yeah, somebody yeah. else looks at it and comments. You're like, yeah, and, you know, and you can explain to it. And then you can have that that sense of feeling. You know what? I did that. I actually, you know, I did those pieces on my bike. You know, I've and, you know, when people compliment how it looks. I mean, yeah, there's a great product that you put on because, you know, they're they look great and it is, but then you can have that sense of pride because you were able to do that bit of, you know, customization to your bike, whether, you know, it is lights or exhaust or whatnot to be able to do that and and have that sense of pride after, after you're done, you feel good about it. And then when you get the compliments, it just makes you feel, you know, even that much better and you accomplish something and you're enjoying it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, so you take we, away, um, you know, some some learning learning experience from it, and you know, I always think it's fun whether it's your motorcycle, your car. I like to work on cars and stuff too. But you know, it's it's a, it's a nice little project whether you're doing it on the evening or you're doing it on a Saturday. You go out, have a beer or whatever you like to do and stuff, and and you know, and do that set out to accomplish that little project. And hey, you know, you're done. You got it. You, you did it. You you're, you feel accomplished, and you learned a little something doing it too. Yeah. You know, I think that that's important. I think that there's a lot to be said for no matter how small the project is, you did it, you know, and even if you make a mistake, you're learning from it. And that's, you know, that's, that's the lesson, I suppose. So we touched on it briefly and then we kind of went, we kind of went off track, but I know that you said you started custom dynamics as a side project. Now, was that branded as custom dynamics when you started? Yeah. So a little more detail on that. Um, Sure. So the, the way it really got started, and like I said, it, there was no master plan to, to do this, is um, my wife and I, we went to Myrtle Beach um, on the motorcycle, and we had some accent lights put on the bike, the, the you know, underglow decorative lights. And I came, came back from Myrtle Beach, and I said, hey, this looks great. And I don't know, I think, you know, back then it was just the, the little pods. Um, you know, what was an LED strip lights or anything like that that we have today. And I think I had just the tank done. Um, so it was, you know, probably four or six lights put on. So I came back and I said, hey, this is pretty cool. You know, I've been into optical electronics and I, I really, so I, I want I want more. I want to do the whole bike, you know, and stuff. So um, I start, started, you know, looking around, where can I get these lights? And started, you know, searching on Google and stuff, looking for the lights. And, you know, I couldn't find anyone that like made a kit that I could buy and, you know, tie into this and, you know, and do this. So, you know, 
started to get a little frustrated. So finally I found the lights and I found the color and I'm like, well, I hope these match and stuff. And no, I ordered the lights. I get them in. They come with four inch wires on them and stuff. I'm like, what good is this going to do me? So now I got to buy wire, you know, and I got to, luckily I can solder. So now I got to solder the wire, put heat shrink on them, extend them. And now I got to connect them into the system. And, oh, wait, these lights don't have tape on them. I've got to go buy 3M tape. Well, that should be easy. Home Depot will have, no, they don't. So now I've got to go back online and try to find 3M tape. Oh, and now I got to use some type of promoter for, so I got to find, so, you know, long story mm-hmm. short, it turns into a big hassle here to find all these little things to add the lights to the light that I wanted to do. So I went through all this, finding all these parts and stuff. And I said, gee, if I'm having this problem, maybe other people are having this problem. Would it be nice to put a little kit together and sell? And that's kind of where the light bulb went off or the LED went off and uh, said, hey, let's, maybe I can make a little kit and sell these and, you know, or install them. I didn't know kind of what I was going to do, but uh, that was, that was the kind of the foundation of custom dynamics right there. That's, that's what started it. That's and now awesome. Custom dynamics, basically you started the whole thing in your garage. Am I correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what I did from there is I, you know, I, I came up with the name, I went and registered the name and, you know, I bought some lights and I bought the wire and I, just, and I started making these kits in my, basically in my garage. So I, you know, I made a couple kits and stuff. So, you know, I made a full bike kit an add on kit and I made all these little kits. And basically I, I knew nothing about websites. You know, I, I knew, I know a lot about electronics and I know a lot about semiconductors and, you know, I knew some about motorcycles. Um, but I, I don't know anything about a website. I've never done anything on, on a website. So I, I literally went to Barnes and Nobles and bought a book on, you know, it was like how to build a website for dummies. And I, I like oh, that's book, great. start to finish. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I made a little website and, you know, it, it looked pretty cheesy and I took pictures of the products and I put them on the website and stuff and, you know, got a little e-commerce and, you know, so I could process credit cards. I said, all right, I'm all set now. And I said, all right, now I'm going to sell some products. And, you know, meanwhile, my wife's like, you know, how much money are you spending on this? And I'm like, I don't know. I spent maybe. Ah, don't bore me with that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I'm like, I, spent, I did spend a lot. I spent like maybe 700 You should. You should write that dollars. quote on the wall now that you have this big business. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, then, I did not mean to no, interrupt you. No, no, no one can find me though, right? I mean, I'm like, so I'm like, well, no, I can't sell anything because if you search like motorcycle lights, I'm on like, <laughs> you know, page 300. You know, so now I have to figure out how to how does Google work, and you know that kind of like really intrigued me. You know, so I spent a lot of time and I was fascinated, like with the algorithm, like no one really knows how Google works. But I really, really spent a lot of time tweaking the website. And as I made tweaks and it takes a little time, you start moving up. Right. So now you're on page 300. Now you're on page 50. Wow, that one really worked. Still not going to make me sell anything. But, you know, at least I'm on page 50. Now I'm on page 20. Ooh, we're getting somewhere. And so I kept tweaking this, kept reading, joining forums and reading all this stuff about it. And on December um, 24th, Christmas Eve, 2002, 
we were at our in-laws and I checked my email and we had an order. And that was the first order that we got Christmas Eve um, to 2002. That's wow. awesome. And so, yeah. And we still, you know, weren't up on page one, but we were at a point where people were starting to find us. And so I made it our mission. And if you know, if you look at our, our, you know, if you ever search, you know, terms now, you know, we rank very well. You know, so if you search motorcycle lights, we're usually in top three and motorcycle mm -hmm. LED lights or Harley LED lights. And I've always had that passion for optimizing, you know, SEO, our, our website. And we've always done very well. And that has always helped us, you know, through through these 20 years of, of doing really well, of, of having our website rank real well for search terms. That's an amazing story. I appreciate you sharing. So what I've always been curious with the entrepreneurial spirit is at what point did you take the leap? Because that's a huge leap of faith from going from something that's a not a hobby, it's a business, but it's a side hustle, if you will, to hanging the placard out there and going for it. Yeah, so that, that's a great question. So at the time, I was working at uh, Phillips Semiconductor, Phillips Electronics, parent company, and I had a really good job. I mean, I, I, I you know, I had a job most people would probably envy. I was the uh, director of technical support for all of the Americas, so Canada, U.S., all of wow, South okay. America. Um, I, I had like thirty so. Um, field application engineers working for me. So I, I had a good job. I mean, it wasn't like I said, it wasn't something I planned on leaving or, or planned on doing. And, you know, as custom dynamics grew from the garage to the, attic, that's how we finished off our attic and we hired an employee. So as I worked during the day, came home and my wife and another employee worked, we had we finished a whole attic off. We had you know two offices up there. They answered the phone during the day. Literally, while I was at work, I would go out, sit in the car for an hour at lunch, and take uh, and try to answer all the tech calls that we had. And then when I came oh, home wow. from work, I do all the remaining tech calls. And it was it, it, you know in the beginning it wasn't you know a lot, but it would still it would fill up my hour that I had at lunch and would fill me up for a couple hours at night. And then they would ship orders. And then we got to the point where they were, my wife, you know, our employee would go home at five and my wife and I would stay up till 12, one o'clock in the morning shipping orders. And then we moved from the house to, and we got an office suite right down the road and we hired a couple more employees, but it was still such a big burden on her and I and me working a full-time job sure. that after about, after about three years of doing both, I was, we were at the point where I felt confident enough that the business was going to be successful that, and it was, it was tough because like I said, I had a good job. I was very comfortable in the job. I didn't plan on leaving, but I really had to do something because it wasn't, it, it, the, the work life balance wasn't there anymore. I mean, it, sure. was, it was one job to another that I, I had to leave. And, and it was a tough, tough decision, but I, I got to tell you there, there was a, you know, my manager rate and very supportive and my manager's manager a guy named uh, Bill Gallion. And I went and I talked to, to him 
And he told me something that really, really helped me. He said, Dave, you know, I completely understand, you know, what you're doing. I would do this if I was in your situation. But he said, you know what? As long as I'm here, if you need a job, you can come back. And that really helped me, you know, gave me the confidence that, hey, if it doesn't work out and if he's still here, I can, I have a fallback plan. And there's no guarantee he was always going to be there. But sure. just, it, it gave that to take the leap of faith to do it. And you know, I did, I, I stayed on and probably worked for another six weeks. I said, Hey, I'll stay on until you find a guy to replace me. We get him trained. We get him up to speed. I don't have to give a two week notice. I can stay and work till, till, you know, and I can't stay on for a year, but you know, I'll stay until you guys get someone. We'll make it an easy transition. And it all worked out great. And, and it was a smooth thing. And, you know, I had a lot of butterflies, but you know, once once I I, I transitioned, I, I really never looked back. That is an amazing American story. That that is that's the American dream, right? You, you take something that you just kind of, for lack of a better word, scribbled on a napkin, and now you've become a, an enterprise. That is amazing. So, how many products did you have at that point when you became an actual? Oh. When you left to go full time. I would say we probably had um, about a hundred products or so, all different SKUs, but you know, a lot more different color combinations and things. So, um, you know, nowhere like the, you know, 10,000 SKUs we have now, um, mm -hmm. but you know, had enough that uh, I felt that, you know, it, the, the, the road, I could, I could see the, the road, you know, there, the, the, Again, it was still a leap, but I, I felt I felt like it was comfortable. That is awesome. That that yeah. is wow. Denver, go ahead. No, it, it is cool. I mean, you built a dream, and you know you had a goal, and then you know you end up making it work. And I can understand taking that leap of faith. That you know, and it just goes to show your decision was amazing. Because look at what you you know what you became, and you know your company is. We could say a, a household name in, in the motorcycle industry. And it's, it's awesome to hear, you know, hear you tell how it went full circle from, you know, your garage to, to where you're at now and, you know, the sacrifices you made during the time, but you know what, it's well worth it now. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes it, it just, it does, doesn't even, you know, it just doesn't even seem real that, you know, that how much we've grown and where we've become. And, you know, we've got, we've got really good employees and, you know, everyone's real dedicated and, you know, and, and our customers, you know, I, I can't thank our customers enough. I mean, they're, they're so loyal and they, they, they back us and, you know, it, it's, 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 it's been an amazing ride. It really has. So something somebody had asked me to ask, and I wish I could give them credit for it. It may actually have been something I had thought about too, but I think I know the answer to this question, but I don't want to answer it for you. So everyone right away with motorcycles always says, well, this product's more expensive than X, right? So a lot of people go on Amazon and they find the cheapest thing they can throw on their, their bike. So let's just talk about, for instance, turn signals. What distinguishes your light for someone that hasn't seen it? In I can tell you it's mind numbing. I mean, the first time I saw that little display of the uh, filler lights that you have, my, my wife says to me in the Harley dealership, look at this. And then it hits the brake light. And all I saw was spots for a while. And I was like, oh, I need those. <laughs> okay. But what? One sec on that, Brian. I don't mean sure. to interrupt. Um, riding Humboldt County, he asked a question earlier, but we were busy. 
he had a question about he has a 98 wide glide and wants to know do you make plug and play you know uh products for the earlier models like his wide glide yes yes we we, we absolutely do um so for a 98 wide glide we make everything for the turn signals and, and tail light um so yes and headlights yeah he, he can he can do um pretty much everything for that awesome Sorry, Denver. I didn't see that. No, that's okay. I every you know we had a, a great group. This on. is big for us. We it, we're so. not used to this much chat going on, so I apologize. So I know he, he asked it again, so I just wanted to you know. Bring no, it that's a really good question. Again. And I know Bodine just did his uh, 2000 Road King because he's living the two bike life. His bike, you can see his bike from my house. That's a true story. Not really a true story, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, now, damn it. So yeah. So to answer your, your, your question, um, so a lot of times people will buy, you know, a product, whether it's from a competitor or from Amazon, and, and they, they think it's bright, right? And they look at it and, and they really, they have no reference, right? So, so they look at it and they say, well, that's bright. And you don't really realize that it, it can be a lot better. And LEDs are, are, can be deceiving too, because you can look at an LED and you look at it straight on. You say, boy, that looks mm -hmm. bright. And here's another one. Boy, that looks bright. What? What's the, what's the difference and stuff? But there, there's so much more to it. So, you know, a lot of LEDs will look bright straight on. But as you turn that LED and start looking at it from an angle, you want it to still be bright. Okay. Mm -hmm. So most of the ones you get on Amazon, they may appear to be bright when you're looking at straight on. So if you're just saying, hey, this thing looks bright. Yeah, it might appear bright. But you know, so if you're a car behind that vehicle and stuff and you're directly behind it, okay, I'll give you that. It may look bright. But what if you're in the next lane over and the guy has his turn signal on and he's making a turn and coming over and that you can't see that? So, you know, there's specifications for all that in most all with, I probably say, very few exceptions. Um, of the lighting on Amazon doesn't meet the DOT specification. And you may say, I don't care. All right. But it doesn't meet the specifications because it's not bright enough in the right places. And, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can say, I, you know, I don't care. It meets the spec, but you should care because that specification is written for a reason. And it's written so that vehicles can see you from all the right angles. Okay, so our lights, um, we use, you know, very high grade LEDs, mainly um, Osram LEDs, which are one of the biggest in the automotive uh, industry. And we make sure all of our lighting that needs to be. So when I say need to be headlights, signals, taillights need to meet the specification. If you're doing a little light bar as an auxiliary light and stuff, it doesn't have to meet DOT specifications and stuff, although it can't be too bright. So um, our lighting compared to Amazon lighting and stuff is going to be brighter than that from all angles, not just from behind it, but from all the angles up, down, side to side and stuff. So that's one reason is, is the brightness and to give you more visibility so that that car, whether it's, you know, off to the side, right behind you, whatever can, can see. And, and, you know, this is, what we're all about is safety. Um, mm -hmm. This is why we want you to put LEDs on your bike. 
Um, it's not to just to be cool and look sleek. And we, we try to design, you know, all of our lights to look good because we don't want to put gaudy things on our bikes. We all want to look good, but we want to look good, but we also want to be visible. And, and that's what we try to do is try to make the lights look real good, but also have that visibility, meet all the specifications and really be a lot brighter than what the stock lighting is. So all that lighting doesn't meet specifications. It's also typically very poorly put together with very cheap LEDs. So although it may function right now and they may claim some type of warranty, most of them are, you know, a year warranty or something. This is why we do a lifetime warranty because we can stand behind our products. We're using very high quality grade components, not just the LEDs, but we're using automotive grade components across the board on most all of our products. And those automotive grade will stand up to that harsh environment that we're putting them through on our motorcycle so that we can get years and years and years and years of reliable service from those components. You're not going to get that from those very low cost Amazon products. And that's typically what you find on Amazon. I'm not trying to be critical. I'm not trying to. No, I think it's fair. I mean, if we ride, we need to invest in our safety. And I think that that's huge. Exactly. As I say, well, you know, are you, you're putting a price on your safety a little, do you want to spend, you know, 19 bucks for the taillights or, or do you want to spend, you know, X amount of dollars for something that is going to have that visibility where people are going to see you because well, you know, we're all on bikes. We're not, we're not in the cage. We're not in a car where you got a whole bunch of steel around you to help protect you. It's, you know, your ass in the seat and there's not a whole lot to protect you. The more lights, the brighter they're going to be, the more visibility that people are going to have for you. I'm all about it. Yeah. 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 And then you, you hit your break. You want those lights to light every single time from now until that motorcycle doesn't run anymore. Yep. And I have yeah. to say, um, I can't speak highly enough of your magic strobe. I think every motorcycle should have that. I, I can't believe the difference that I get at a stoplight with the magic strobe. It's, it's amazing. I mean, that that to me is the we number hear that one problem. Over and over and over, yeah, over and over and over for years and years, and and stuff that 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 the cars when you have the magic strobe on there stay back further and further with that on, especially when you have it combined with LEDs. Um, yeah, you know, and I've, I've I've talked to a lot of people that uh, you know have come to us that have been in a, an accident, sitting at a red light, sitting at a stop sign, and they say, "Hey, what can I do differently? I've got a stock bike." I was sitting there at the stop sign, you know, minding my own business, riding home on, from work and girl behind me or guy behind me, whatever it was and stuff was on their phone and just rear ended me and shot me 20 foot down the road. Oh, my dad loves it. I know he was pointing that out when he came over on Sunday. Oh, but check this out. Of course, he had to show off all of his new lights because I don't have them yet. I'm like, well, that's, that's very nice, Dad. They're very nice, but the, the stroke is huge. Dads do. I know. He's got to rub it in. What is the what is the option six the blaster or whatever it is? It's the it's the most um, dramatic, I suppose, of the settings. But that's yeah, the so one that we run. Six, that's what most people run. It's a variable mm-hmm. speed strobe, so it lasts about six seven seconds, and it has that variable speed pattern uh, in in the strobe. 
And that gets, I, I think, and, and I think most people would agree, that gets the most attention. Now, some people don't want to be quite as aggressive as that, and they go for other patterns that are just simple flashes, like three or four. Um, but uh, Thank you, pattern Colin. six, uh, yeah, the Blaster X um, pattern, which was jointly developed with a custom LED, um, that that is an awesome pattern. It really, really, really gets your attention. Yeah, when I had when we first put it on, we have a road in Jersey called 206. It's um, you know, it's very few stoplights or stop signs. And um, when we first put it on, I had that on. We're coming up to a stop sign. I saw my wife, I'm like, look in the rearview mirrors, look in the rearview mirrors. And you hit that thing and you would think the car behind you hit a wall. Like they don't want anything to do with it. And Absolutely. it's great because I've never felt less crowded on a bike. Or, you know, and I know that if I'm coming up and somebody's coming up later and I'm still sitting there, I can just tap it and I get all the space I need. It's oh, uh, I was following a buddy down have. a mountain pass a couple, this is probably two years ago, and the, well, it was 9, 10 o'clock at night. We we're going over White's Pass here in Washington, which one of the highest passes, there's no street lights. And he had the flasher in him and he hit the brakes <laughs> a few times coming up behind him. And I, I mean, I literally had to back off, grab my brakes because I was almost blinded for a split second. Like, holy crap, those things, I mean, they're bright, which is awesome because, you know, you want, you want to be seen. And I was highly impressed with, you know, how many, you, you know, they'll say how many lumens come out of them. It was freaking amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a well-done product. I can't say enough about how much that, it always amazes me that people will spend 30 grand on a bike, but then they don't want to invest in quality lighting, especially your high lighting. You know, to me, that's a lifesaver. It's a no-brainer. Oh yeah. 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 I, I think, you know, I always tell people don't wait, don't, don't, you know, if, if you're debating and stuff, don't wait till after someone runs into you mm -hmm. and stuff, do everything you possibly can up front and stuff to, to be visible. I mean, you know, there's nothing that's going to be a hundred percent, but you know, you know, as riders, we should be doing everything that, you know, we can do to be as safe as we can. And, you know, we all know there's a lot of distracted drivers on the road. There sure are. I mean, that's the, um, that's the beauty of your product. I mean, if you can be seen, everyone says to be heard. And I think there is something to that, but to be able to be seen is different. You know, yeah. it's especially with the piercing white that your lights have. I think that that's huge. So this is going to be like asking you your uh, your favorite child, but I'm going to go ahead for it. So of all the products you designed, what's your favorite? Do you have one? Yeah, I do. And it, it has to be the front um, amber white turn signals, the, the dynamic rings, um, not just because they're our best seller, but um, I do believe that they, you know, increase the, the visibility on the bike so much. Mm -hmm. um, they're the one product that we've been copied the most on. Um, as you know, Harley now has their version of that too. Um, but it, it has just been um, such a, a home run product um, for us. And, and you know, it, it's, it's flattering that everyone has come out with these um, since, since we have. Um, and we're still, we still, we probably still sell more than everyone else combined, um, that has tried to copy that product, but that, that is my favorite product. Um, I think it does so much for the visibility. I still see bikes, you know, driving down the road, coming at me where they're 
you know, not nowadays there's so many of them with them, uh, you know, five bikes with them on with, with the mm-hmm. dynamics rings and, and two that do not. And those five bikes that have them stand out so much compared to the two bikes that don't. And, and the reason is, you know, your headlight is really not designed to give you visibility. It really isn't. It's designed to, to for allow you to see, but it's really not designed to give the bike, bike visibility. Now, we drive, we drive with our headlights on to help with visibility, but the headlight is not a great um, light for giving to, to let, for you to be seen. It's, it's a great tool to help you see but it doesn't do an awful lot for, for other vehicles seeing you. <laughs> the dynamic rings do more than the headlights, in my opinion, to, to allow a bike to be seen from the front than, than a headlight does. And so, I know the first so that, time that's I'd my s- favorite product. Okay. Because I know the first time I had seen your windshield trim in action, I could see it a mile away. I was like, that's a custom dynamics light. My wife's like, how do you know? I'm like, look how pure that white is. Like it, it's almost hurts your eyes. Cause I know when I put my turn signals on, um, I have the amber to whites or the whites to amber in the video. It almost, and it is there, there are more pure white and you can see them more than you can even see the headlight. It, it really stands out. It's a fantastic product. Yeah, that, that, that's a really good product, too. And that does, it does the same thing as the dynamic rings. I mean, you've got all that white, you know, uh, light, you know, on the front of the bike, giving you additional visibility. And, you know, a lot of people go with both. Um, you know, that's a great combination that uh, really increases the visibility. Everything matches both the white and the amber. And, you know, that's 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 a great combination, too. Yeah. Got to see all the lighting you guys put on Craig Johnson's bike down at Daytona. That thing looks impressive for on his road king is getting ready for the hoka hey coming up in june that thing looked beautiful yeah i i i saw that i saw that video yeah you know and speaking of that i appreciate all that your company does to support the online community and the creators because i mean i know monkeys down there the honorary ones down there traveling tall i mean there's just so many channels my channel that you support and i I think it's great that what you're doing for the community, you know, there's so many, there's so many companies that talk it, but don't walk it. And I know that it, for me, it's, it's made a huge difference. So I just wanted to say, thank you. You know, it's, it's well, great. Thank you. It, it works both. It works both ways, you know? So we, we appreciate it too. So, yeah, um, I mean, it, you have um, such big names supporting your products. I feel like I can't go anywhere without seeing your product. And that's a good thing. I mean, that's such a great thing. Yeah, that's yeah. great. It was great to see see all the guys down in Daytona all all together. I saw, I think it was today. I saw uh, a picture of uh, all the guys that were down there all all in together in one group uh, photo. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I mean, you 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 definitely are onto something that's brilliant. So, I guess before we we do the giveaway, the one last question I want to ask, and I don't know how much you can talk about this or not. Do you have any future concepts or anything you can talk about that's coming or ideas that you have? Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I can't disclose um, too much sure. on um, on future products until we have them ready for release. Um, but I can give you give you some some kind of uh, hints on what's going on. Um, okay, so, we'll take hints. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll take it. So we are working on a uh, a new concept for um, brake strobes, 
And that concept uh, will involve your smartphone. So okay. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. yep. So we'll just, we'll just say that. So that's, that's something um, that we're, they're working on that I'm pretty exciting about. And then the other one I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about since kind of everyone's been asking for it anyway we are working on a sequential version of the ProBeam Torpac. Oh, nice. Oh, very nice. That light, that, yeah, that light has to be, I think was on everybody's wish list for so long. And I know for ultra riders or limited, whoever you know, we want to call it, I love that that light is so high and so bright. I did a fantastic job on that. Hey, Brian, if you scroll yeah, up thanks. a couple questions in the comments, Robert Nyland is right above that one. He's having a an issue. He wants to know who should he contact. At Daytona Bike Week, address a problem I have with triple play. Who should I contact? You're at Destination Daytona, right? Am I is, um, would that be JMP Cycles? JMP Cycles, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So we have a booth over at JMP. So if you swing by JMP, you'll see the big custom dynamics display there. So if you're there at bike week, take, go, go by there and then uh, just stop in um, and just talk to whoever, it, you know, whoever, whoever will greet you there. There's several people there um, and they'll, they'll help you out. That's awesome. All right. So you ready, Denver? You ready? To do oh this? yeah, buddy. All right. You can't win Denver. I'm sorry. Just, just so you know how the contest works. You can't win. What are you All talking right. about? So the first person to I'm post the here. correct Denver, you have a side chat up before we do it. Yeah. So custom dynamics and Dave were graciously enough to give us a $250 gift card to give away. I can't say enough about custom dynamics, supporting our channel and uh, supporting the community as a whole. So I am going to throw the question up. First answer wins. Let's see what we got. Well, that was fast. Not yet. No, nope, not so yet. So the first street legal day uh, motorcycle that Dave owned. Let's see what we got. Hey, nobody's answered yet. I I should be able to get in on this. Come on. No, not yet. <laughs> oh, wait, we got one. There it is. Dallas won. Oh, no. It was whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. I apologize. That came up quick. Oh, Mike won. Holy smoke. Am I right? Denver, can you confirm that? Yeah. Wow. Had the Honda 50, but it wasn't a 50. His first straight wheel was the CB750, so it'd be... Yes. Just, yeah. Okay, Mike has the luck of the Irish, because he... he. Wow. He. This is the second time he's won a contest. Holy smokes. Oh, that's awesome. Well, congratulations, Mike. We're going to get your email, and that will come to you, I think, electronically, I believe. But wow, that was great. I apologize that my chat on this side was delayed. So I apologize if I uh, prematurely gave a winner. But uh, congratulations, Mike. Mr. Anders Eastern Shore. Great. I appreciate it. So the one the one thing I did want to ask, and I forgot to sneak it in while we were talking. Um, let's, let's hypothetically say we're all sitting around in a custom dynamics design room and we come up with the, the next brilliant idea. How long does it take that idea to go to the street? I mean, is there a rough, I always wondered like, you know, if I had that, like I'm drawn on the napkin, like how does that get to you? 
Yeah, that that's great. And, and let me let me say one thing too. Uh, a lot of times we get ideas from customers. So a customer will come to us and say, "Hey, have you ever thought about this?" And you know, a lot of times, no, we haven't. And sometimes we'll work with a customer. Of course, we'll ask, "Hey, you know, before we go, you know, what do you want out of it?" And most of the time. I want the first one, you know, and sometimes they say, <laughs> I want the first one for me and all my buddies. And, and we do that, you know, that, so, so, you know, we're, we're very willing to, to work with you if you have an idea and we use it and, you know, but we just have to agree what the terms are before we start any project like that. But normally I'd say under normal times, it's about a year from concept to having the first productions. Now, with the supply chain issues we're having now, it's like two years because oh. semiconductors, the lead, the lead time on semiconductors right now is, is uh, on average about 52 weeks. Holy so crap. It's when, when we place a new order, and this is so hard. And we, we actually have done very well through this. And, and, you know, so if we're out of stock on something, you know, we, we apologize. And we, we've tried to do really good with the supply chain. But lead time on semiconductors is about 52 weeks. Sometimes uh, things we're seeing even 99 weeks. So when we're wow. starting to run low on something and we yeah. have to forecast how many we're going to need, we have to forecast out at least one year in some cases, two years. So, you know, you obviously don't want to buy too much and be sitting on all kinds of inventory, but you don't want to not have enough because it's such a long lead time. But yeah, it's 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 absolutely crazy. And I've been in semiconductors, <laughs> as I said, for most all of my career. I've never seen it like this. Never, never seen it this bad. That's insane. It's, um, it's it, it really is. It's insane. So you think about gas prices and everything else, that's insane. Semiconductor lead time is absolutely insane. It's, it's, it's really just crazy. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine that's wow. That's gotta be uh cause you could almost have a second generation of a thought before you had the first generation out. That's wow. Yes. Go yes. through a few drafts yes. of the it, idea it, before you ever get it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's challenging times and, and, and it's, you know, it's no different for anyone. And this is why, you know, in, you know, you pro everyone's probably more familiar with automotive and, you know, why you can't get, you know, new cars and stuff. It's same reason they can't get the electronics. That's wow. So there you go, Denver. You better come up with your idea quick. Your killer yeah. idea. You have to submit your killer idea soon. I'm on it. <laughs> why, why that I spend is all awesome. my days driving hours down the highway every day in a truck I'll, I'll think of some great ideas there you go yeah well that's that's awesome dave i mean is we're we're getting close to your hour so is there anything that you'd like to talk about or anything that you'd like to suggest i mean everyone here needs to go check out your products if they haven't i would sure hope they know of your product but it's a, uh, it's a game changer for sure. And I really do love the way that you have your in-store displays. I'm a huge fan of that. You're uh, even though my wife likes to blind me with your displays, but. 
No, I, I will just say, you know, if, if you're unfamiliar with our products, and you know, certainly most all the Harley shops uh, across the country um, carry our products. They carry our displays. So we certainly want to support them. So, you know, if you want to go in there, check out the displays, check out the products, you can certainly buy the products from them. We, we always want to um, support them. We want to support all of our independent dealers, um, all of our all of our dealers that we have at the show. So you can go if you're down in the Daytona area right now, we've got a lot of dealers down there selling our products. Uh, we're also down there, but feel free to check any of them out. Um, we do have our website also. Um, and so you can actually just go plug your year, make a model in um, and hit find parts. It'll tell you all the parts that will fit that bike. And if you have any questions at all, you know, just submit an inquiry and say, hey, this is what I have. I, you know, this make model of bike and this, you know, I'm not quite sure what I want, but you know, this is what I'm trying to do. You know, I, I've got this vision for the bike. This is what I'm trying to do. This is the theme I'm trying to go with the bike. And our customer service reps are really, really sending you suggestions. They'll send you an email with all the links and stuff. So you can check it out. You could work with them. You go back and forth as many times as you want and they'll help you pick the products that, that, make the most sense for your life. Just, you know, just try to give them an idea of what you're looking for and, you know, give us a little direction and they'll, they'll take it and run with you and work with you and uh, help you, you know, make the best selection. There, there, there's so many different choices. It can be a little overwhelming mm -hmm. on the website and say, Hey, I don't know if I want this type of turn signal or, you know, this one, there, there's a lot of different choices, but uh, they'll send them all to you. You can, you know, look at them, ask questions and uh, decide what's best for you. That's great. Denver, you have any thoughts? Anything you want to close with? But no, I think it's a great product you got. I mean, I'm a big fan of you know of your uh, of custom dynamics. It is it definitely stands behind its name, and you know when it comes to safety, you definitely can't have enough lights and can't be visible enough. And I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, okay. at the end of the day, I I think that lighting is is such an overlooked value in motorcycles as far as your safety and i think that everyone especially you need to start from the rear of your bike and build out at least that's my suggestion your highest highest light and start from there well we can't take a little side note dude i do got one question some of the people here in the chat and also kind of follow my podcast and whatnot if there's somebody in here because i got a package in the mail the other day yeah we don't know what happened here <laughs> No, somebody sent my wife and I t-shirts from motorcycle t-shirts from Daytona, sweatshirts. I got two t-shirts and sweatshirts. She got a t-shirt. I have no idea who they came from. I mean, I'd, I'd just love to say thank you to the person who sent them. So if any one of you, if that was you, hey, shoot me a message. Let me know because I'm so curious where these came from because somebody paid two-day priority shipping, the receipts in there. I mean, they spent a good chunk of change on these shirts. I have no idea who sent them. Yeah, they sure did. Out. But thank you. I do like the shirts. They're awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, we appreciate again your time and all you do for the motorcycle community. I know you've you've Bronco rides here, Bodine's here, the monkeys were here earlier. I mean, that's just uh that's just awesome. Gears and yeah, gears and gadgets are here. So there's a there's a lot of folks that really owe uh, a lot to you guys. So we appreciate all you give back. So well, thank you. That's thank fantastic. you for having me on. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. for having me on tonight. I I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. Absolutely. In Denver, before we go, did you want to uh, talk about your Sunday show? Yeah, coming up Sunday, guys. Tune in. We actually, it's going to be a lot of fun. We got Brian Clock from Clockworks is going to be on the V Twin Live Sunday at five Pacific Standard Time. We'll dive into his backstory of motorcycles and 
dive into how Clockworks became a household name in motorcycles, much like Custom Dynamics. And it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, tune in, guys, Sunday, 5 Pacific Standard Time. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much, Dave. Thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry to keep you up on a uh, Wednesday evening, but we appreciate it. No problem and, at all. Enjoyed it. Yep. And thank you for doing the giveaway with us. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, Denver, do you want to hang out for a little bit or do you want to, yeah. are you okay? So Dave, we're going to, I mean, you're welcome to hang out. We were just going to freestyle for a while, but if you need to go, we certainly understand too. Okay. We're just going to hang I'll out with the sign off and uh, let you guys go. All right, Dave. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. All we right. really well, thanks appreciate Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We're going to uh, we'll throw it up to the side chat, see what's going on. So what's going on, guys? What's new? Everybody uh, have fun with that? Yeah, that really was appreciate fun. everybody uh, checking out the show. That was uh, That was a really good time. Those ones are fun to get somebody, you know, that's built the name, you know, built a company that's really be built themselves up to kind of hear the whole story and be able to, you know, pick their brain much like, you know, you know, you have some great questions and it's a lot of fun to hear the history and that backstory of where it started. Yeah, it, it certainly is a, uh, a fantastic opportunity to, uh, you know, talk to people from the industry that um, not only are making amazing products, but they're also supporting, uh, you're supporting us, so that's great. Very true. So, uh, Mr. Clockworks is going to be on. That should be an exciting show. That should be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that. It's going to be pretty cool. We've talked a few times on the phone, and I don't think he'll be on his way back from Daytona. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. If you have to talk to him, I'd love to try to set up a time, even get his wife on, because tell you what, she's one badass herself. Yeah, I mean, she's broken some land speed records and so forth. That's uh, that's really cool. I mean, we're taking a road glide to, I think it was 154 and some changes insane. Plus, I mean, her daughters were there. You know, they hold land speed records. It's, you know, that whole family is pretty uh, well known within that community. Oh, yeah, they, they want to know if you're going to bring Bodine out to talk about his giant windshield. Yeah, I, Dallas has been all over that all night. That, that's I like it. I like the dedication. <laughs> Dallas, Dallas, you know, Dallas wants to make sure you're you're doing the best. You know, I, that you're, that, you're putting you know, you're putting in the work. There you go. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Oh, there is some discrepancy. We're gonna have to figure this out. Oh crap. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to look at this. There apparently is a very weird thing going on with the, the chats aren't in sync. All right. We're going to have to figure that out. <laughs> something, something's off. We'll figure that out. Yeah. I don't know what's going on guys. If, uh, <laughs> If you're still watching this, it's it's all over the place because some uh, some people are seeing one thing, we're seeing something different, so we're just gonna have to figure it out. Yeah, not sure what uh, what's going on there. I've seen four screenshots, and all four screenshots look different, so I'm not sure what happened. Ah, <laughs> eh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but it's all good. 
So cool, man. Well, guys, yes. it's been another successful live stream. And who do we who do we have coming up next week? We have uh, Ray, right? I think it is. Is it Mr. Ray Robledo? Yes. <clears throat> let's uh, let's figure this. So we have Ray on from the Harley Showcase on next week, and then. Um, we have we have uh, Crash Inc. on after that, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's going to be a great show. Cool, man. Well, guys, thank you so much. It's been a little bit of a long day for me, but we're going to have to cut this a little bit short. We appreciate it, and I uh, appreciate everybody for attending. Yeah, this was so fun. I hope you guys all have a great night, and we will talk to you on Sunday. We hope to see you on the the V Twin podcast. And uh, join us for the live stream so we can check out um, we can check out Clockworks. That'll be fun. That's gonna be a blast. All righty, I gotta say thanks for tuning in. It was a lot of fun, guys. Yeah, we'll see you on Sunday, guys. Thanks. Right, later. See you, buddy. <laughs>